Hello and welcome to Aunt Mary from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Blase about it, Ma. I'm not worried. Besides, she's only going to be gone three or four days, depending on how her shopping goes. She's only going to be gone three or four days. Where Peggy's concerned. Where Peggy's concerned. For your own daughter. Gosh, you, you couldn't worry more if she were your own daughter. For as close as any mother and daughter could be. Peggy sure could be. Peggy sure For as close as any mother and daughter could be. And Lefty. And Randy, of course. Oh, well, Toots, I was afraid for a minute you were going to leave me out. <laughs> Don't be too pleased with yourself. I just put you in as an afterthought. To uh, round off the sentence. Oh, sweet little thing, isn't it? <laughs> oh, you too. <laughs> uh-huh. Hey, you know, it's still hard for me to think of Peggy as being old enough to get married. I guess that's because you missed so many years of her growing up. Yeah. Well, it seems just a couple of years ago that she was still playing dolls. And she wasn't climbing trees. <laughs> or riding that bicycle of hers. It is kind of hard to think of her as a young matron. Oh, don't you let Peggy hear you call her a matron, Lily. We've discovered that's one sure way to get a rise out of her. <laughs> <laughs> but she will be a fine wife. Peggy's a born homemaker, I think. Oh, sure. And Mary, have they decided on the wedding date? Yes, dear. It's to be the Monday after next. At the church? Mm-hmm. Peggy had her heart set on the church wedding. Oh, I don't blame her. No, I think it's best. Though at first, Lefty and I both hoped she'd have the ceremony at home. Oh, say, speaking of home, Mom, mind if Lefty drives you back alone? I thought I'd give Miss Devon a break and walk her back to the hotel. Well, gee, Mr. Lane, that's mighty kind of you. Oh, don't mention it, my child. Don't mention it at all. <laughs> well, why don't you youngsters run along, then? I'll see if I can locate Lefty. If he's with one of his cronies, he's probably settled down for a long dead thing. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Mom. I've got some errands around town, but I'll be home in time for supper. All right, dear. Come on, Peter. Goodbye, Aunt Mary. Goodbye, Lily. Come out for dinner soon. Thanks. I'd love to. Hey, 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 hey. What? Slow down, Lily. You're not in a particular hurry, are you? Why, no. Well, then take it easy. <laughs> that was quite a stride you had. What's on your mind? 
Oh, nothing special. Hmm. <laughs> I can see I'm going to have a little trouble getting this conversation underway. Do we have to talk? No, not necessarily. But uh, with two such brilliant minds, it seems a pity not to exchange ideas. Well, if it'll make you happy, I'll try to cooperate. <laughs> Fine. Well, what do you want me to do? Ask a leading question that'll give you a chance to talk about yourself? <laughs> As if I needed a leading question. But it's nicer if I give you a legitimate excuse. <laughs> okay, Lily. I'm ready. Well... The last time we were together, you were all fired up about this project of yours over in Huntsville. In Huntsville? Yeah, you know. Kit Calvert at the sanitarium. Oh, Kit. Well, I never thought of her as a project. <laughs> but I guess she is in a way. Well, I've been wondering how you were getting along. Is she showing any improvement? Really, it's amazing how that girl has changed. Just in the last week. Really? You mean she's back to normal? Oh, no, no, not yet. But Dr. Larrabee's very hopeful. You said she had some mix-up in her mind about you. Something about remembering you from when you were both kids and having been trying to find you ever since. Wasn't that it? Yeah, yeah, that's a general idea. The trouble was, when I first started going over there, Kit was very antagonistic. Seemed to hate the sight of me, or even the sound of my name. And now what? Oh, just the opposite. Oh, now she loves you and so on? At least she trusts me now. Realizes I want to be her friend. I should think she ought to. You've been spending most of your time over there, haven't you? Well, as much as possible. Poor kid, she's awfully lonesome. Well, with you and the doctor for company, it sounds to me as if the baby's doing all right. Well, Kit's been through a lot, Lily. But she'll be okay from now on. The doctor doesn't run into new complications. The main trouble is she got off to such a bad start as a child. Who didn't? Oh, not like Kit. Boy, what a father. Poor little rich girl. Oh, no, no, honestly. Kit got an awfully rough deal. Lots of people do. She's coming out of it thanks to your... your tender attention. <laughs> hey, now, look, you don't need to be sarcastic. I don't mean to imply that I deserve any credit personally. Dr. Larrabee says that... <laughs> Say, this probably isn't very interesting to you. You're so right. Well, then, for the love of Mike, why didn't you stop him? After all, you started me off, you know. Well, maybe I did. That doesn't mean I expected a play-by-play -play description of the girl's entire past, present, and future. Anyway, here we are at the hotel. Yeah, here we are. You needn't come in. You're probably on your way to Huntsville, aren't you? No, no, I'm not on my way to Huntsville. And yes, I will come in. Say, now, look, well, don't you... Well, hello there, Randy. Oh, hi, Brett. Well, this is the luck of the Camerons, Randy. Am I running into you today? Uh -huh. Do you want to see me about something? I certainly do. About an introduction to your charming companion. Oh, <laughs> I guess I'm pretty small. Don't mind, Randy. You see, his mind is occupied with some very weighty psychological matters. Yeah, I see. Oh, hey, what's the idea, Lily? Why so... About that introduction, Randy. Hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, Lily, this is Brett Cameron. Mr. Vaughn Brett. How do you do, Mr. Vaughn? Hello. When I say I'm very glad to meet you, I mean it in its most literal sense. Oh, thank you. Will you two excuse me a moment? I'm expecting a letter. I'll see if it's at the desk. Are you, uh, coming back? Yes. Just a minute. <sighs> She's the loveliest thing I've seen in Wakefield since I came back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Lily's a pretty good-looking gal. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's a masterful understatement. Oh, is it? 
<laughs> Maybe I'm just used to her. Maybe that explains her slight irritation with you at the moment. What makes you think she's irritated? I'm a connoisseur of female mood, my boy. Oh, is that a fact? You uh, haven't been talking about another woman by any chance. That's always a sure way to rile the girl, then. Oh, thanks for the tip. No, don't mention me. What's the matter, Mr. Vaughn? Hmm? Well, you look disappointed. Did the <laughs> postman let you down? Oh, in a way. Well, I'll reprimand him sternly. Hey, let me have a cup of coffee or something. Oh, no, fire. thanks, Randy. I have to get on upstairs. I got some work to do. Okay. Well, I'll be seeing you. Mm-hmm. So long, sir. Goodbye, Randy. You know, Mr. Cameron, I thought I'd met practically everyone in town. <laughs> Sooner or later, most people wander into the supper club, but... I don't remember having seen you before. Well, that's because I seldom come into town, unless I have to. Anti-social type? No, just lazy. Oh. <laughs> you see, I live on the other side of the river and haven't got a car at the moment. Walking's never been my favorite pastime. But uh, now that I've met you, I may have more incentive. Oh, I'd hate to think I was responsible for you overexerting yourself on cross-country hikes. <laughs> well, perhaps I'll get myself a bicycle. Somehow I don't see you as the bicycle type. What type do you see me as? Oh, maybe something in the line of a specially built Fusenberg. Uh, I wish I could live up to your impression. Very flattering. <laughs> as it is, I'm only a reluctant pedestrian. Oh, never mind. Your luck might still change. Yes, it might. Perhaps you'll bring me good luck, Mr. Vaughn. Lily Devon was rather surprised by the man's significant tone. But she didn't bother to inquire into the meaning of his supposedly casual remark, and a moment later, she said goodbye. As the young woman walked quickly across the lobby of the little hotel, Jesse Calvert's lover watched her thoughtfully. He was thinking she might indeed have a part in changing his luck. Through Lily, he might be able to force Jesse into following out his plan for gaining possession of Ben's fortune. Now, it may be true that you're hard to change when it comes to your style of hairdress or the manner in which you decorate your home, but I have a hunch that if someone told you about a different way to do your baking that would give better results, you'd be anxious to try it. Well, then, listen to this. Recently, a great many women tried kitchen craft flour for the first time and found to their great joy that not only is it an all-purpose flour for every baking need, but that everything they bake with it turns out just the way they want it to. Yes, bread, rolls, pastries, cookies, and even luxury cakes are easy to make with this finer all-purpose flour. As a matter of fact, even though you're a brand-new bride or, uh, well, simply green about cooking, you can still have success with Kitchen Craft Flour. Now, mind you, we don't just say that you'll be delighted with Kitchen Craft Flour. We guarantee it. If you're not entirely pleased, your money will be refunded. Now, that's the kind of baking insurance no woman can afford to overlook. So stop by your Safeway store today and take home a sack of kitchen craft flour. See for yourself how this all-purpose flour makes home baking fun. Tomorrow, Aunt Mary visits Dr. Martin Larrabee in response to the doctor's urgent request. Join us again every Monday through Friday at the same time. Until tomorrow, this is Dick Wells saying goodbye and good baking with the new kitchen craft flour. The story of Aunt Mary by Lee and Virginia Crosby is produced for radio by George L. Fogel. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.